0: and welcome to Live Vedanta Parenting Culture, a podcast series that explores how we can apply Vedanta, the science of happiness, towards all our relationships. This podcast is for all caregivers who want to nurture relationships. So this applies to all parents, parents parents-to-be, teachers, uncles and aunts, and grandparents. The content for the upcoming episodes are from the weekly parenting culture community and specifically the discourses by Sri Vivek Gupta, the spiritual guide of Chinmay Mission Niagara. If you've discovered this podcast independently, please check out the show notes for details on how to join this virtual community of caregivers. It's now time to listen and learn.
1: from Niagara Falls, and a early joyous Deepavali to all as well. Sheila and I are scheduled to go to our kids' school on Friday to speak in both of their classes on the significance of Deepavali and to facilitate an activity. So right now we're thinking about having all of the students create a rangoli that they can put near their doorways. I just returned from Connecticut, really, this morning. I was there for a retreat, our annual marriage enrichment retreat. This was our 10th over the past 10 years. Two have been workshops because of COVID. One was fully virtual, again, because of COVID. Out of the seven physical retreats that I facilitated, this was the best one. And the reason it was the best one, now all of the organizers are feeling so good about themselves, but do you think I would publicly share it like this? <laughs> do you think I'm new to all of this? <laughs> the reason why this was the best is the subject that we took up. The theme of the retreat was the joy of caring. I'm not saying caring. in like COVID, caring. I'm saying caring, <laughs> the joy of caring. The summary of this thought, and I will teach this again in a different form because it's that awesome. If you care, then you will change. Try to internalize that. If you care, then you will change. If you care about your parents, you will change for them. If you care about your kids, you will change for them. The words that are used in the Bhagavad Gita, that's the map we used for this retreat. If there is yajna, then there will be tapa. Tapa means renunciation. It means sacrifice. It means change. How amazing that the Bhagavad Gita, which is this ancient wisdom, which many associate with karma yoga or associate with being enlightened, is probably the best map for marriage enrichment, for caring culture. This really shows how yoga is universal. Yoga means self-development. This is a universal want and need for all. And we are all fortunate that we have a space, that we have a community that focuses on this. If you look around at everyone, we're not here to talk about music. We're not here to discuss even what our kids did today. We're here for our own self-development and that naturally radiates to everyone around us. We have now completed two months of our focus on ancient wisdom for modern problems. The modern problems that are no longer problems, correct? The modern problems that we have completed thinking about are finding balance, self-care, and family communication. And I'm going to reiterate what I've been sharing with everyone, specifically last week. All that comes out of my mouth and each other's mouths, this is all theory. Whatever you don't practice is impractical. The beauty of self-development is even a little bit of practice makes this very practical. We continue with our fourth modern problem now. In our culture, when one is part of a Vedic vivaha, that is a traditional Hindu ceremony, how many of you have been part of this? Where a couple sits is called a mandapa. And how many pillars does a mandapa have? I'm talking about traditionally, not the modern sense, just an arc. <laughs> Four. What do each of these pillars symbolize? What do they symbolize? your Pujari probably didn't explain this to you, correct? You paid him more to finish faster. So if he starts talking about this, (laughs) then that's not going to work out. These pillars symbolize our grandparents. Our grandparents. And why not our parents? Because for most partners, their parents are in the mandapa with them. At least in our case, our parents were alive, are alive, So they were with us. These pillars symbolize one's grandparents. The grandparents are the cause, the parents are the effect. The parents are the cause, the couple is an effect. That's a really powerful visualization because it nurtures humility. Everyone feels that a vivaha is about the couple, but it's not. It's about the family and the history of family. Which is why we often come across the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child. Everyone's heard this before, said it before. In a more psychological perspective, this is called alloparenting. Alloparenting is where a child has a sense that they have many parents. Not just their biological parents, but many parents. How many of you grew up with allo parenting by a show of hands? Half yes, half no. I most definitely did. I've shared this with you before. Growing up in Niagara Falls, we had 40 blood relatives. So it was like we were in, in a village in India, but it was Niagara Falls, Canada. <laughs> so allo parenting. And I'm sharing all of this as an introduction for our fourth modern problem is you can be solid as a seeker, as a parent, as a caregiver. Your partner can be solid as a seeker, as a parent, as a caregiver. But there are more influences in your child's life than just you and your partner. And these influences naturally impact your child your children and so the fourth modern problem is sibling relationships sibling relationships did i do all right with the build-up chapter one i'm bhagavad-gita was good now you're ready for chapter two (laughs) whenever we think of sibling relationships our instinct especially for those who have more than one child, is about them. But what I'm going to focus on first is you with your sibling. Your sibling relationship needs to be addressed first, and then your child-sibling relationship. Before I share some thoughts on this, how many of you have a sibling by show of hands? It seems like everyone has a sibling. Okay. So then everything I'm going to share, you will relate to more. I have two. Does anyone have more than two siblings by a show of hands? Whoa. Okay. Um, respect. <laughs> so let me, let me bring this back to the ancient wisdom first. I'm taking us to the map that is the Ramayana. Now, you tell me, For those who have some connection with the Ramayana, which siblings do you think I'm gonna focus on? Please please share in the chat. Which siblings? (laughs) Yes, I was waiting for someone to say Ravana and his brothers. (laughs) Given his, his Sri Rama and his brothers, But who I'm focusing on is Vali and Sugriva. Vali and Sugriva are siblings. They are brothers. And they both cared for each other. They both tended to their responsibilities. But with Vali, he had the weakness of being arrogant. Now, as I'm saying this out, you're all thinking, yeah, you're not Bali. It's your sibling that's Vali, correct? You are the Sugriva. <laughs> the word Sugriva means the one who has a nice neck. You are the you are the Sugriva. So Bali was an arrogant sibling. And because of this, once there was a conflict, and I don't want to get into the whole story, but at the end of this conflict, he, projected onto his brother Sugriva lots of negativity. That you did this to me because you want position. You did this to me because you want pleasure. All of these projections came on. And with these projections, and I really want you to personalize this, when you project negativity onto a relationship, what do you start to feel about this relationship or that person? Write it in the chat. When you project not positivity, but negativity, you start to feel a distance, resentment. That's right. The projection of Vali onto Sugriva led to a resentment. And this resentment was intense where he wanted to kill Sugriva. And I'm just going to pause there. These visualizations that I'm sharing with you, some are very positive, some are neutral, some are negative. This is a negative one, okay? So now what can we learn from what has happened in the past to address whatever sibling relationship matters we are going through? And before I share my insights into all of this, from the Ramayana and beyond, how many of you are going through a sibling relationship matter? Things are not ideal. Last year when I had started our one with ones, and I mean the general ones in the morning, not just the parental ones, I was stunned by how many one with ones I had where a sibling was telling me that the problem in their life is another sibling. I was really stunned by this. You know, you hear about me with my parents or me with my kids, but Siblings, it was really revealing to me, so I'm glad that we're addressing this. The first practice, so that this is not a problem, but rather this is lighter than that, we're trying to address the problem, is schedule. That's the key word, is to schedule. Schedule time with your sibling. Schedule here means on a regular basis, talk to your sibling, go to your sibling, let there be celebrations together, but here I'm consciously using the word schedule, that way you are more open to this, you are more directed to this. In Sanskrit, when someone comes to your home without an appointment, they are called atiti, Titi means appointment. Atiti means without appointment. When someone comes to your home without an appointment, how do you feel? Do you feel positive about that? Do you welcome them openly? Sometimes you check who it is and you just don't turn the lights off. (laughs) Correct? But if you're expecting them, see how it's a very different feeling. So schedule and the byproduct of this is if you're hanging out with your sibling, suppose you have a child and they have a child, then really you're cultivating that family lineage. Then the cousins will be together more. Correct? This is especially important because people live farther away than ever before. My mother's siblings, they all live very close to each other. Even now my mother and my mama live in the same city and my other Mosi and mama live in the same city but that's not the case for many families now. So schedule, schedule time where family is being cultivated. Here's practice number two, give more. So schedule time, practice number two is give more. That's like your sutra, your zip file. Now opening this up. Our siblings, and I'm focusing more on the Vali siblings, okay? Not the Sri Bharata siblings who love you, but more of the Vali siblings who project onto you and resent you and so on. Sometimes our siblings are very demanding. And so if you can be ready for them, you won't feel the stress of that demand like. Suppose every time you talk to your brother, he complains about the world, he complains about his family, he complains about you in a passive-aggressive way. But now you're ready, which means you've mentally prepared that this is going to happen, and you've given yourself enough time where you don't have to rush off to do something. Then you allow him to vent more. But in all of this, you're less affected by it, correct? So give more. That's more abstract, and now I'm going to share this in a more specific way. When you're with your siblings, and I am inferring that most of you are able to do this, give more in terms of resources. If you all go out for dinner, you pay. When it comes to buying stuff, you pay buy something that is grander. And the reason for this is everyone, unfortunately, loves money. And so the more money you give, the more you will be loved. It is a very practical strategy. When Vivek goes to different centers, I often give more funds there than I take, which is why I'm invited to more centers. So if you want people to like you, pay more. (laughs) So the second practice is give more. Be ready to be with your sibling. Give more in terms of resources, and you will find that it'll be easier to relate to your sibling. And here's practice number three. Give more, take less take less. When your sibling is interacting with you, instead of talking more, listen more. Just listen. Listen to what's going on with them, listen to what they have to say about you. When I share take less, the more you listen, the less you take matters personally. Often when we're not ready, and we're not listening, that relationship with our sibling becomes very combative. First debative, and then combative. We take everything so personally. That happens with people who are close to us. But if you become an active listener rather than someone who reacts, your relationship with your sibling will be so much better. And everybody wants to be heard if you are the person who is the hearer You're helping them. And that's specific, making this more abstract. When it comes to a negative relationship with a sibling or a non-constructive one, always come back to your foundation being your parents. So you and your sibling are not getting along. And suppose your sibling is saying something about your parents. Try, try your best to make this about how does this help our parents? Because when we do that, it becomes less about us and more about our parents, which is more objective. It's more objective. So I'm going to share all of this again, and then we'll start our dynamics. Our fourth modern problem this year. We're going to flow through 16. This is the fourth. It is sibling relationships. For those who have siblings, and the more siblings you have, the more complex it is, as they go about expanding their relationships, often their relationship with you gets ignored, which means it's taken for granted, or maybe you're that person. And a great visualization of this is Vali. Sugriva loved him. Sugriva did what he thought was best for Vali, but Vali projected, Vali resented. So how does one inhibit this? Is schedule time. This is a practice in over-communication. When there's over-communication, there's less chance of projection. Next is give more the more you give of yourself to your sibling in terms of being ready for them, in terms of resources, that negativity from them will be decreased. And finally, take less. Instead of you sharing your opinion about this and that, listen to them more. In doing so, you will take things less personally. And finally, let it be more objective. This is still take less. Go with the objective position of how does this affect our parents? How can this help our parents? If you can set up a healthy sibling relationship at your level, this becomes the precedent for setting up a good, healthy sibling relationship for your child and or children. If my sisters and I are always fighting and my children, my two boys see this, they're gonna feel that this is normal. But if my children see, my sisters and I do get into a conflict but we're always focused on resolution. Schedule time, give more, take less, then whatever conflict they're going to go through, they're going to remember this happened between their father and their aunt, but they resolved it. And they can resolve it too. This is especially important where, again, people are more distant. Suppose you're not around to help your children for whatever reason. You live in another country, you're traveling. Then wouldn't you want your children to have that example of Conflict can be resolved through these practices. And if Vali had these practices, he wouldn't have suffered the fate he did. Sugriva did try to talk to him. Sugriva did all of this. He gave more, took less. But Vali was not receptive to that. But it's great because Sugriva tried his best, and so he was at peace with trying his best. It's very incredible how the details of our maps are most practical.
0: Want to join Parenting Culture Live? Good news, we have the information on how you can attend in the show notes. For those on the journey of self development, Chinmay Mission Niagara provides a community forum to listen, reflect, and contemplate. And this podcast is produced by Evolving Adults of Chinmay Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. For more updates on what's happening in the Chinmay Mission Niagara community, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at CMNiagara. But until next time, inspire, love, be.